Hey everyone, welcome to Taylor's Eras Eras, the podcast all about Taylor Swift Eras tours and all the details and all the hot stuff. My name is Libby. I am the lovely hostess of this podcast and been a Swifty since 2006 when her de- in Taylor's debut era. So we're going to talk about the last weekend of concerts for the Eras tour. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab whatever you need. Take a seat because there's a lot to dive into. So Taylor would perform the Ares tour with all of her lovely dancers and vocalists and band in Nashville, Tennessee, a place I wish I could go, but now, but have fortunately not been able to go to. Um, and obviously Nashville is a huge place to Taylor Swift. We know, we just know the meaning behind Nashville to Taylor Swift. So so many Swifties speculated on TikTok and Twitter that something was gonna big was gonna happen, and boy, did it! Did she deliver? T Swift delivered. So she performed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Um, sometimes she does Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, and but sometimes it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Friday night was her first night in Nashville and it started out just like a regular thing. She did do a speech at the beginning when she like does her, like when she intros it and she like talked about how it's going to be a big night um, that I saw on TikTok because I didn't get to watch that whole concert Friday night because I unfortunately had to be at my aunt's visitation. So I was, so some of the stuff Friday night, a lot of it I got like secondhand, not watching it firsthand, unfortunately, but Saturday and Sunday night, I did watch all of it firsthand. Um, so it just kind of was like a regular thing. Intel the surprise songs. Now, for those of you who don't know, she does two surprise songs at the very end of the concert, right before, right after 1989 era, and right before her last era she does on the tour, Midnight. She does two surprise songs, one on the guitar and one on the piano. So she came out and she was on her guitar, she had her guitar and she had this like, it wasn't like bright pink, but it was kind of like a burgundy, darker pink dress on that she has worn before because she has like three different outfits for surprise songs. The yellow, a green, and like a pinkish burgundy one. Um, And she was like, this is such a great part of the, like such an exciting part of the tour, you know, this little section, but it's even more of a surprise because I like to, you know how I like to scheme and plot and kind of surprise you with things. And she was like, so instead of speaking, about it, turn your attention to the back screen. And she released the back screen lit up was the album cover for Speak Now, Taylor's version, and the release date, July 7th. Yes, she dropped Speak Now, Taylor's version, release date, Friday, night during the surprise songs in nashville which is crazy she made an announcement like it was posted on her twitter on her instagram 
she did not want us to go another July 9th without Speak Now Taylor's version. Because obviously Speak Now from Last Kiss, July 9th. So that was huge. And then she went right into her surprise song, Sparks Fly from Speak Now. Which, oh my gosh, the amount of TikToks about that night is insane. Like I would, it, 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 it's insane the amount of TikToks I found about that situation going on. Um, and just how you could not even like the, the screams that just lit up the stadium. And then there was a lot of people, a lot of people now at the Eras tour, if they can't get tickets, they'll still dress up and hang out outside the stadium and have like a parking lot concert and a bunch of Swifties will party in the parking lot singing to her songs in the parking lot of the stadium. Um, they did that in Atlanta. People started doing it, I believe. And then they definitely did do it in Nashville. Um, her other surprise song for that night, because obviously I want to make sure I cover all the surprise songs. Her other one was on piano, obviously, because Sparks Fire was on guitar. And it was Teardrops on My Guitar. I had to think for a second because she did six of them over the weekend. Teardrops on My Guitar, which is obviously from debut. And it was, it's such a classic, such a classic Taylor Swift song. So those are really beautiful. I did watch some TikTok videos about them to get like the performance. Um, obviously, it's not as good as being there firsthand or even just some lives. But it was still really, really cool. Um I just, I, people were speculating that she was going to drop the speak now, um, Taylor Swift speak now, like album soon. And some people were speculating she was going to drop it like this weekend because of like the lights being replaced on the bridge in Nashville with purple lights. Um, so people thought that that's what was going to happen. But I mean, I kind of figured she was I kind of even thought maybe she might um, do, like, a drop now where she, like, literally has all dates set for all her other re-recordings for releases. I could see that have happened. But I am super excited. We get Speak Now July 7th. It is on pre for pre-order right now, so definitely go to her website and pre-order it. Um, they have everything. So... Definitely order that. That was a huge thing. The other thing that happened all three nights in the Taylor Swift Airs tour in Nashville, Tennessee this past weekend was she did bring out Phoebe Bridgers because Phoebe Bridgers was um, an opener for this weekend, um, this past weekend in Nashville. She brought Phoebe Bridgers out during the red set because her last song for the red set is the 10-minute version of All Too Well. Um, and so she brought out Phoebe Bridgers though, when she, uh, after I knew you were trouble and before, uh, all two old 10 minute version, when she got up there with the microphone and her long red and black, like sequency, sparkly, um, coat, she brought Phoebe Bridgers out and did nothing new from the vault. And it was so cute it's not like my top song like obviously i don't hate any of taylor swift songs but that was just so cute the energy and effort they gave off together it just melted my heart that you can tell they just love each other and they just oh 
It was so sweet. And even though I wasn't able to have that at my concert, it's so cool that people in Nashville are able to experience it. And also people are speculating, and I can kind of see this, it's like it only happens for the concerts where Phoebe is an opener. So, and of course she was there all three days in Nashville. So I don't know if she is going to be for doing that for now every time or not. It's really hard to say. Um, this upcoming weekend, she's in Philadelphia. Um, so I don't know if that's going to happen there. Um, but it was really cool. There were so many people that were just so sh shaken up by that because a lot of people really like um, that song, which obviously I don't hate it. But it's just – it's not like my go-to, like I'm freaking out over it song. So that was really, really cool. Um, so then we have um, – so she is, Phoebe Bridgers is going to be there in Philadelphia this weekend. I was just checking that because I thought she was. She will be performing all three shows, opening all three shows in Philadelphia this weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So actually, she is, okay. And then she's also there for New Jersey and Massachusetts. Um. So, but she's definitely, so we'll see. Maybe she does that for every time that she's there. Um, so that was really cool. But now getting on to the second night. So the lights, uh, Daring Enchanted, the bracelets you get, shown three times blue, Daring Enchanted, the first night, Friday night in Nashville. So people were speculating that that meant she was going to drop Taylor Swift's, or 1989 Taylor's version date the next day, the second night of Nashville, what she did not do. People were speculating that on TikTok. I saw that going around social media, but she obviously did not release 1989 Taylor's version date yet. Um, people are also speculating that because of her post she made and some wording she put during her post for the um, Speak Now Taylor's version that she has a memoir coming out July 9th. Um, People were speculating that because she put Dear Reader, which is a 3 a.m. Midnight's track song. Um, she put that word in there, so we don't know. Um, for her post, and then she also highlighted Taylor at the end in purple um, from her Instagram post. So I don't, people were speculating that, but people are also kind of trying to put that to rest, saying that it's not actually true and like it's that so who knows i mean i think it would be cool but i'm kind of at this point kind of find that hard like kind of like i don't know i think that's something we're going to get right now but who knows i mean i'm all for it if she does so that is the so that was speculated the second night nothing super crazy happened um like, no big announcement, like, speak now, um, Taylor's version. She did have Gigi um, Hadid and Abigail, the Abigail, were in the VP, VIP tent. 
the second night of Nashville. So obviously we did, they did get 15 as the second surprise song on piano, which is really sweet. And there are some TikToks going around of people that were like by that tent recording Abigail's reaction and singing during that song, which is so cute. I would highly recommend checking some of those TikToks out. They're so cute. Abigail's just emotion and just love um, there. And it's just so sweet because Taylor said was like this next surprise song. All you need to know is my redheaded friend is in Abigail is here and everyone just flipped. I mean, flipped because I feel like a lot of people knew she was there. And so there was like, it was pretty solid that she was going to play 15. So that was really cool to see that. Um, So that I think was just a really sweet moment, even though there was nothing like nothing. I mean, Getting Speak Now's Taylor version dropped at your concert is pretty big. But that, I think, was so sweet. And they did luckily get out of the woods, which, I mean, for 1989, that is such a good song. Like, it's not, like, my top, top Taylor Swift song, but it's definitely, like, up there. And I jam out to it all the time. I love it. It's been on repeat. Like, it's it's such a good song. And they got it on guitar. That was the first surprise song for um, May 7th in Nashville, which is really cool. Um, she did, I don't remember if it was the, it was the second night. It was that, it was the second night, um, Saturday where she brought Phoebe back out, but her like earpiece was acting up. So someone had to come out on the stage and fix it. So Taylor was like, Phoebe speak. So then Phoebe told a little thing and tried to speak while Taylor was awkwardly getting her headpiece fixed, which was really funny. Um, and really cute. It's just so it's so cool to see that there may be some technical errors or technical issues during the errors tour that can't um, be foreseen and just happen that Taylor just plays off so well. And it's just so cool to see that. Um, for the second night, the third night, though, I think is the night. Like, I know the first night they got Speak Now Taylor version release date. But if I could have been to any of these, any show so far, any show so far, At the Eras Tour, it would be Nashville Night 3. And let me tell you why. The first part may not make sense, but let me tell you why. So at 5.30, from what I've heard, I've done a lot of research. Um, but at 5.30 at night, because the tour starts, the openers start at 6.30. Taylor comes on at 8 um, in whatever time zone of the state she's in. And at 5.30 in Nashville, there was a warning, a thunderstorm warning, and people were, and all the fans were told to take shelter. So they were crammed into like the little uh, hallways. Um, the ones who were in their cars still had to stay in their cars. People that were outside had to like get into like gas stations and stuff. And they were under severe weather alert with lightning um, for hours. They did not get the all clear until 9 24 at night i was watching like i starting from like seven o'clock like i was you know i saw that they were delayed and i just kept checking and checking and at eight o'clock i just had all these streams pulled up trying to figure out what was going on from all these people who were going live on tiktok um so at 9 24 they got the all clear and people started making their way to their seats it was still raining but it must have cleared up enough that and stopped lightning enough that it, and well, not enough, but stopped lightning and was just raining that they were able to 
come out because apparently it did get really bad. It was really dark. Trees were like blowing over. There was some hail even I heard from some people on TikTok. Um, but at 924, they got the all clear. Fans started making their way out of the stadium. So that is four hours, roughly. They were just taking shelter. So that's why you're like, why would you want to be at that show? But let me get into it. Most artists, literally, there's no other artist I know that would not have canceled or even just postponed this concert until a later date. Maybe even do it Monday night or reschedule it to the very end of the tour. I don't know. There is no other artist I would have known who would have still performed that night except for the Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. So at 9.24, they got the all clear. Her crew started going haywire getting things set up and getting things fixed from the storm. And at 10.10 p.m., she started her set. Now, mind you, 10.10 p.m., the, the time zone of the concert is 20 to 30 minutes before surprise songs. Normally, surprise songs are on about 10.30, 10.45 at night in the time zone of the concert. And she's just starting her concert at 10.10. And this is a three-hour and 15-ish minute set. Three-hour, 15-minute, three-hour, 30-minute set. And she played the whole dang thing. The whole dang thing from start to finish. She didn't cut anything. She didn't do anything. She did the whole dang thing. And that is why I don't care if you are not a Taylor Swift fan. You have to admit, she is literally the definition of music industry. There is no other artist I know who would do that for her fans, who would not have canceled or moved the show to a later date. But she performed starting at 10.10 at night until 1.50 in the flipping morning. 1.50 in the flipping morning, in the rain. Like, if you can see the TikToks of, like, some of the songs that she did that night, the performance of some of those songs that night, like, during 22, it is literally torrential downpour. I'm not kidding. It's not just a sprinkle or a light rain. It is downpour. And she is sitting, she is singing her heart out. Her dancers are going all out. Just bringing their all to this concert in the middle of this torrential rain. It is insane. And let me tell you, the fact that those fans got to witness midnight rain in the literal midnight rain is insane. Seeing Vigilante in the midnight rain, oh my gosh, I would have blacked out of excitement. But that's not, so that's just part of it. But during this whole chaoticness, she also still brought out Phoebe Bridgers because the, the openers did not go on that night. The third night of Nashville because it was postponed Taylor didn't start till 10.10. There was no openers. The openers did not perform. They're like, they're set. But she still brought out Phoebe Bridgers and did um, nothing new right before All Too Well 10-minute version, Taylor's version. That's insane. And not only did she do that, the surprise songs for night three of Nashville, Eras Tour, she brought out Aaron Desner. And played the highly competent surprise song, Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. Yes. During this hectic, delayed, 
fiasco of a concert because of the storm. She still went on at 10.10 in the pouring rain to form the whole three and a half hour set and brought on two guests, played a highly covenant surprise song that was on a lot of people's top list was woulda, coulda, shoulda. And then she goes to the piano. It is still downpouring and rocks out on the piano. My number one, and I kid you not, this is not an exaggeration when I say this would have been my number one surprise song. If I could have picked any song, any song in the whole wide world of Taylor Swift for her to play for a surprise song, it would have been mine from Speak Now. And she played it on piano. Night three in Nashville. I was watching on TikTok Live and I literally, there were so many emotions that filled me. I was angry and pissed off that I wasn't in the crowd and salty at the people who were able to witness that, especially front row. But then I was also happy because I got to hear it. And then I got to watch it on video. And then I started crying. I had all the emotions running through me because hearing mine on the piano, acoustic, oh my gosh, I lost my rap. It is the most beautiful thing in the world. Like, I was not mentally prepared for that. And I promise you, if she would have played that, in Tampa night three when I was there. I, I would be a mental wreck. <laughs> I, I thought I was lucky with the two surprise songs I got because we got Aaron Desner came out with the guitar, our pian- played the piano while Taylor did Mad Woman and she went to the guitar and played mine. Not mine. She did, she did mean. So those are great surprise songs. Not angry about them. Love them. But of course, mine is my number one one. So I was a little salty. All the emotions, which I'm sure all you Swifties have heard at least probably one surprise song be played so far, knocked off the list of surprise songs that you really, 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 really want. Um, She did mess up on Out of the Woods. Now, me and a lot of other Swifties think she did it on purpose. We think every, at least me and a lot of other Swifties I've seen on Talk Talk, believe when she messes up a surprise song, she does it on purpose because she wants to play it again and so she did mess up at least messed up out of the woods at the end started the bridge over again and so that one is still on the list for running for surprise songs because she messed up um so that was just people were literally not leaving the concert until 150 at night and it still took them two hours just to get home Some people were not getting home until four in the morning from this concert. And I seen some people on TikTok who had to be at work by 9 a.m. the next day. And of course, originally the concert was supposed to be over at 11.15-ish. You just go straight home, go to bed, be up at eight, be to work by nine. Like that roughly you still be tired, but nowhere near as tired as the concert didn't get done until 10 to 2 in the morning. And there's a lot of speculation that the city of Nashville does have a like sound coordinates. I think it's like after midnight, you get charged a certain amount per minute, like with like loud sound coordinates or coordinate and stuff. Um, so people are speculating that Taylor may have to pay a fine for doing her concert um, and having it go past midnight. But some people are speculating that one even if she like would get charged like 
it would just be like, obviously it's Taylor Swift. So it would just be like someone taking a penny from her. So, and then some people speculate she won't even get charged because she is the Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. And Nashville wouldn't even dare do that. So that's, I just think it's so insane. And people who are able to go to Nashville, any one of those concerts would have been amazing and would have been so fantastic. I mean, night one, they got Speak Now, Taylor's version release date, and got Sparks Fly and Tear Off My Guitar. Night two, they got Out of the Woods and then Abigail was there and they got 15. Those are two amazing surprise songs. And then night three got the first rain show of the whole tour and got mine and woulda, coulda, shoulda. And all three of them were the first three concerts to hear nothing new performed by Phoebe Bridgers and Taylor Swift. That's insane. Insane. Like, I would have been blessed by God above to be at any one of those shows. So I think next time that Taylor does put on a, like, tour, I don't even care that no one I know lives in Nashville. No one know is from – like, no one – none of my friends, none of my family is from Tennessee, lives in Tennessee, lives around Tennessee, lives even around Nashville. But you bet my sweet bucket of life that I am going to buy a ticket for a Nashville show when she releases another tour date just because they are the jackpot, the gold mine for a Taylor Swift tour destination like you know when she performs there something big's gonna happen at every show like it, it just it just really is it just really is so that is what happened um she did also have an outfit mi mishap i believe it was during the second night when she changed into her surprise song outfit one of her dress straps she didn't put her arm through correctly and so it was like not on correctly and she noticed it when she was up there with her guitar and she's like oh that's awkward pretend you didn't notice that I totally uh didn't put on my dress sleeve correctly and then she was like well we have to change in the dark so sometimes things like this are gonna happen so that was really funny like Taylor just blowing off another incident that unfortunately happens on the air tour because everything can't go perfect especially with a big amazing coveted tour like this so that is kind of a little summary of Nashville weekend for the Eras Tour. Like I said, it is now the gold standard for the Eras Tour. And I don't honestly know if any of the other destinations or any of the other concerts are going to be able to top any of those three Nashville nights. I really don't. Um, she performs next week in Philly, which my friend gets to go see, which I'm excited for her that she gets to go see it. But she saw two in Tampa. And so I am a little salty because I only was able to see it once. Um, but she is in Philly. Um, she is in Philly next weekend. And then she goes to Massachusetts. And then she goes to New Jersey. And then Chicago. Um, which I'm, I'm going to try to get a ticket for either one of those nights. Um, if I can't get a ticket before the days of the show, I may drive up and hopefully try to get one. And if not, do a parking lot party. Um, and then she is in uh, Detroit the weekend after that. And then she goes to uh, Pittsburgh. And then she goes to Minneapolis. And then Cincinnati. And then Kansas City. And then Denver, Colorado. And then Seattle. And then 
Santa Clara, California, and then Inglewood, California, and then that's all that's on this list. Um, but I swear she was also playing in LA. But that's kind of a rough draft. I will definitely be back next week for an update on what happens in Philly this weekend. So keep your eye out for that because I will be giving you the down low. Love you all, Swifties.